I'd rather have it cold. But for life, I don't know. Lifting, I like hot, for sure. Hands really? Down. Trying to get the extra sweat in. Yeah, like, it just feels better. I loosen up. But yes. like, if I'm podcasting, I guess I don't know though, because if I, we got to sit at this desk for ten hours, I keep my house cold. I do too, like except it's expensive. Year round. <laughs> yeah, I got a little house though. That's not that bad. <laughs> we we don't like. We hardly ever run anything, to be really? honest. Right now, we're running the air conditioner because, number one, the air is bad. Number two, it's just too fucking hot. Yeah, it's yeah. It's really hot. My, mom, my mom's house is like from 1910. It's like Adobe. Mm-hmm. You ever seen... Uh, it's clay? Yeah. It's That's literally right. clay. clay. The walls are like three feet wide. It's fucking wild. Um, but the air conditioner, it's like from uh, Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> Remember that show? Dude, I haven't seen that in so long. So I'm sitting in the couch, and this thing like is screaming at you. It's like barely pushing out any air, and you like <laughs> see it yelling at you because it's so old and like yeah, doesn't yeah. it doesn't work. She has a full blast, and if it gets above like a hundred outside, it'll barely like yeah. it's barely alive. It's we like went rattling. swamp cooler in my house as a kid. Yeah, we had the swamp. Yeah, cooler. but it works. Yeah. That was great. You sit right in front of it. Yeah, you're freezing. Yeah, maybe we do one back here. Maybe. No, I, I think we need to do that. Um, the Homer bucket ice the fan. ice behind the yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what Marcus said. That's what just get yeah. a fan, fill it igloo full of ice, and just yeah. spin it, dude. And yeah. Cut holes in the side. You could just sit on a block of ice. <laughs> I'll just, yeah, I'll just, yeah. I was well, listening. You could just put the ice in your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I was Jeez. listening to a radio show here locally, and uh, with the rolling blackouts, like whatever, two weeks ago or something, and we still had another hot streak. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's really hot in Northern California right now. If you're Painful somewhere lady. else in the world, Smoke Arizona paint. hot, mm-hmm. Africa hot, and and the callers were calling in like in their old timers, and they're complaining about the heat. And then and then at the end of each like uh, little mini phone call, the host asked them like their tips and tricks for. And some old cats like, yeah, I just freeze ice, and then I just lay it underneath my blanket at night. <laughs> This dude's like, you have a block of ice underneath your bed when you're sleeping. He's like, yeah. They'll wake it's, up it and works. it's just cold. I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't think I could sleep in a puddle. I yeah, I couldn't sleep in a puddle either. I don't get why people stop in the desert and they're like, you know, it's 125 degrees here, but we're just going to stop. We're going to set up camp. We're going to live here forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, keep moving. That's like a quarter of our country. That's crazy. You go like Texas, Arizona, New Mexico is probably killing it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to think about how hot it is anywhere but here. And yeah, it's yeah. really, really bad here. I think it's fourth. I hate this. Here's the stats of the day. The 50% not true facts. Or I think it's fourth largest number of days over 100 mm-hmm. in Sacramento this year. Yeah, we're getting close to that, yeah. like, most 100 days yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. 35 days so far. Yeah. The record's 41. Oh, see, you did your research. In 1988. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I read a tweet, I think. It was someone's tweet. Yeah, posted. maybe. I think I might have read a news tweet. Yeah. This is why Kyle is on the show. Yeah, 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 that was good. Look at you, dude. Something like that. I don't know, dude. I had, like, Let me just guess it. But I had two beers last night. I feel hungover. <laughs> like my, I told Kyle driving over. I was like, bro, this is going to be a rough podcast. My brain is not yeah. fried. firing. He's trying to explain something to me. He's just like, oh, it's going to be a rough one. Getting traffic. Like my thoughts get caught up in traffic. I had the same issue this morning. Not because I was hungover, but like I was, my wife said something and I was trying to explain why what she said was not something we should do. And I just said, stop. I'll explain it later. <laughs> I don't have time. I don't have energy. energy. I'm beat. No I can't talk. I can't talk. I don't have. Yeah. I can't form a sentence. Good lord! Want to go uh, official inter- uh, yeah, intro? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hit the intro, Jim. So um, there are a lot of people kind of in our lives that we have talked about on this show in the past who've never been on this show. Yeah, and this is one of them. Uh, I believe I started going to Chris. Three years ago, maybe longer. Four now, yeah. Yeah, because I have the mullet for three years almost. Yeah. And uh, just by chance, I've gone to a mutual friend of ours, cutting my hair for a long time, and he was just always out of town a lot. And so I looked around the room, and uh, Chris was the chair next to him, so I started going. And here's Hooked. a compliment to start the whole day. I've always been, I mean, it kind of fits my nickname, but like I am kind of shy. Like even when I would get a haircut, I never. And I always went to barber shops I, uh, of different styles, yeah. but I never hopped in the conversation. Much like joining this gym, this is where the nickname started. Was at this gym because I just kind of show up and I just kind of look and whatever. Chris is probably the first barber in 32 years on this planet that I actually like talk to. Yeah, would like tell him some shit. I never knew where the name came from. Yeah, ever since I've met you, <laughs> yeah, I talk. Talking. Yeah, but like uh, like Anthony, Anthony, I would talk a, a little bit because of business, you yeah. know, and with like social media stuff, and like a little bit. But any other bar I'd never like really talk to. And even, yeah, here, everyone's just a little bit different. I don't know why I'm weird sometimes. 
Nah, if, you're, if you're in my environment, I won't shut up. But <laughs> So um, this is our barber, Chris Long. That's me. And um, there's a number of reasons why we wanted to have you on the show. Yeah. Um, but having talked about you a bunch over the years is, is probably good one things, of them. I hope. Yeah, good, good things, things. Always good things. That's the thing. Always good things. Uh, you're, you have been cutting hair for how long? Uh, four years. Just okay. past the four-year okay. mark. Yeah. And then you did something before that. I used to manage restaurants. Right. I was oh, in the nice. hospitality yeah, restaurants the whole time. But you weren't just like, just like, you know, it wasn't a McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. I worked for my family's pizza place growing up for like 10 plus years. And oh, then cool. I branched out and I was like, you know what? I got to blaze my own trail. I'm never going to own the place. Right. I, you know, I got to move up the ladder. And I started working for a fast, casual uh, Freebirds World Burritos. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, like a Tex-Mex. There, there's only like 117 of them. But I did that for a long time, for like four years also. And then... I got a job in Sacramento at the Sellins East Market Cafe. Oh, yeah. And I was there for like 12 days. And I was like, you know what? I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> it's nothing personal. I can't work for other people anymore. Uh, so I quit my job and I went to barber school. I had a couple friends that were cutting hair. I'd always kind of cut my brother's hair and cut other friends' hair moving up and just always kept people cleaned up. And I just wanted to work for myself. Yeah. And I figured it was at least a shot. I was 28 years old. And it's like, if I don't try this now, I'm never going to try it. Yeah. yeah. So, and then you got a job and no offense to anyone. And then you got a boss and then I got a boss. <laughs> Cause that's like there. training. I, w- I had the same yeah. thing with personal training. You're like, I'll just be a personal trainer. You work for yourself. But yeah. most of the time I was working under someone. You still have, yeah, yeah, you still have a fucking boss and yeah. you have a little more freedom. You got to make your schedule and all that. But it is the industries that we've talked, uh, like they are kind of similar in some of the business senses, mm-hmm. how the models are set up, like how you yeah. get a chair in there. Do you charge them a rent or do you take a yeah. percentage? Like how you get trainers in the gym is very, very similar world. Yeah. And then in California, we had this whole situation where, uh, there, the definition of independent contractor and employee got real weird. Yeah, it got. I never really got too like this is exactly what the law says, but I knew a lot of people were freaked out about it. Yeah, and a lot of people who were having independent contractors not exactly perform like independent contractors, like we talked about. I still yeah. kind of had a boss. Yeah, I was being told when to work. I was being told like what to charge for my haircuts, mm-hmm. and my plan was always to move out from under someone's umbrella, but that just kind of like forced me to go do it. I think more industries than I know were affected by that. There's a lot, yeah, it's been, it's actually even worse now. Uber, than it was before. Uber, Lyft. I think Uber was the reason the whole thing like kind of got started, oh, maybe. got mm-hmm. brought up in the first place. There's this, I don't quote me on this, but yeah, there yeah. was like a company that was doing like parcel delivery or like, like, you know, like we'll hire you to deliver this. Mm-hmm. And they weren't letting people like run their own show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were going to be sued. Sense. And then Uber oh. comes out and don't quote me. I mean, the whole show is called 50% Facts, right. so all or nothing's fact-checked here. Uh, <laughs> Uber, the, uh, yeah. 50% side over yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Uber said something like, uh, we don't need our drivers. They're not. They're not, it's they're a, not we're a technology company. Yeah, we don't yeah. need. They're, that's why they're contractors is because they're not essential. And I'm like, bro, if your driver of mm-hmm. a taxi company isn't essential, I don't know what the fuck's essential yeah, anymore. exactly. We're just going to leave our cars, drive yourself around everywhere. Well, that, that's what I honestly might be their big play, and it makes sense. I use the gig, the get in and go down here in Sacramento, the little electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, Just pop the app up, unlock the car. Oh, how is that? It's a pretty, I love it. Oh, it's really? Oh, that's cool. is. Oh really? damn! Yeah, it's, it's just like a bird or whatever, basically. Yeah, except for yeah. you get a little electric yeah. car. Yeah, we yeah, gotta try that. Yeah. We gotta try that. I'm it's down. worth yeah. it. Yeah. That'll probably be worth a vlog. Yeah, yeah. there are That'd there are cool. two parks right down the street yeah. right here. Yeah, there's yeah, one were. right by our oh, house. Oh really? Think, yeah, oh, really? I don't think there should be parked over there because that's that's <laughs> kind of a designated. homeless village. But yeah. yeah, they're gonna pull that engine out. That's the crazy thing. Like down the street from us here, like two, three blocks, three blocks. Yeah, under you hit the freeway. Under the freeway. There is like a, a kind of wildcat, yeah, little encampment. Something going happening. on there. That's two, well, three blocks anywhere in Sacramento. No, yeah, it's no true, unfortunately, it's true. outskirts. Somewhat, but these yeah. guys have a, a, like a engine crane. Oh wow! Yeah. Like a yeah. really nice, expensive. Like and they got a Mustang engine. Yeah, on they're it. like running. I think they got like, a five zero on it. Yeah, I'm they're like, running like they don't a, have one of the gig cars set up to start converting power for them and all that. Yeah, they're going up there. Yeah, there's there's a badass mechanic over there doing that. He's got on a Harley and he's got an F three fifty and like a brand new Harley. I'm like, what the hell's going on over here? I don't know. I'm about to send my car over there. Get it fixed. Get an oil change. Just drop her down. You'd probably do it for free, dude. You don't care. <laughs> I Everybody, totally don't understand what's going on. I don't either. It, I don't either. Oh, yeah. Everybody's no, blowing lost. that EDD money in California. Is what it is. Everyone's so. getting a lot of money yeah, right now. That's so, so true. The other industry, which I was talking about last night, shout out to our boy Dan. He started a security company, right. and that's very similar, too, is uh, all those guys are employees, which I didn't know. 
Oh, their employees. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I can. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that either. Yeah, and, and that changes the whole scope. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a lot of industries being touched. I, I, I haven't heard about personal training, but you'd imagine it'd be very similar. Um, good thing we got no personal trainers here, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> yeah, well, and then the way around it is you have ten percent or more than ten percent ownership, and you know, there's a whole lot. Oh, of, in the company. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. See, there's always loopholes, and I get that this stuff's beyond my knowledge so mm-hmm. there's probably a positive reason i would hope at the end of the tunnel why they make all these changes but it really does just throw ripples at the world and i understand more now even though i understood pretty well because i paid a lot of fucking taxes over the last couple of years being an <laughs> entrepreneur uh, i do understand why people complain about california opening businesses being difficult because they really don't make it easy one it's expensive two the taxing sucks and three they, they just don't I don't need you to open the door and lay out the red carpet, but just leave it unlocked. A little bit of help would be nice. Yeah, leave the door unlocked so we kind of know what to do. They don't even give you answers. I would say, like, if I was filling out the the state tax licensing thing the other night for us, (laughs) and I was trying to figure out, like, because, I mean, there's no sales tax on... On memberships, okay, but there's sales tax on the retail side and on online sales if people live in California, mm. and so you have to have a state tax license. And, in, and actually, in the crazy thing about the city of Sacramento is there's no actual business licensing here; it's just business tax licensing. Mm. So you have to to you know sign up for that. And they track that, believe it or not, but they don't care about the rest of it, which is really crazy. Yeah, does other cities like L.A. or something? Yeah, different. Well, actually, if you live in the county of the unincorporated part of Sacramento, yeah, they have legitimate business licensing, but the city of Sacramento does not. Interesting. It's crazy. And I, when I went through this before, and I actually like acted as though it was in the in the county, it did everything like way, way too on the up and up. Which yeah, I'm not going to do this time. I'm only I'm following the letter of the law, but you're not in trouble. Yeah, right. exactly. But that's what I wonder because they make it so difficult. Like, how many of these companies are like? It, purposely or non-purposely, like not checking all the boxes, because you just don't fucking know what you got to do. Well, that's the problem. Like I was trying to figure out what, how do you describe this business in the terms that they give you? Like you have to put a, you have to put a, a commerce code in there. It's like, well, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> I feel like most of us who kind of start small businesses from the ground up, we're just kind of making it up as we yeah. go. And yeah. so, like, I'll ask for, we said this, I'll ask for forgiveness before I ask for permission. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that, man. Yeah. My bad. Like, Which yeah. hopefully they're kind of forgiving. You know what I mean? You yeah, I mean, hope. worst case, and I, I try to settle my nerves that way too. Like, worst case, it's going to be a fee. Like, they're not going to come arrest you. You yeah, know, worst yeah, case, yeah, you're yeah. going to get a fee or a slap on the wrist, which does suck. But I don't think you go to jail for taxes until you're like evading like Wesley yeah. Snipes style yeah. tax yeah. money. <laughs> We've also, which I would love to be there, but (laughs) I wish I had that much money to hide. (laughs) We've also seen like IRS has been slowly defunded over the years, and so they just they don't have the they don't have the manpower to do. And they're probably not even allowed to go to work right now. The auditing that they used to do, I don't know about state franchise tax board, but it's probably true too. They probably haven't been to their office. I don't know. They fucked me pretty good last (laughs) couple (laughs) years. Something happened similar to this. Is like they don't. They won't send you when to renew. Oh yeah, an LLC. LLC. Yeah. And so I paid one, but I like didn't pay another. And then they like send it, and it's like shows the same price. I don't know. It got real fucking confusing. And basically, then I have like six different fees in front of me. All the numbers are different. And so I, I was like, well, if I pay all these, we're talking like ten grand. I'm not gonna do right. that. So I paid a couple of them, and then the one I didn't pay. Was the rolled over, yeah, and then I was fucked. But yeah, why wouldn't they just send you a little alert? Yeah, this this is why we have an accountant on tap. We right. haven't, yeah. haven't started using him yet, but but we're we're almost there. We haven't made a dollar yet, so actually no, we made twenty. Not much accounting week. to do. Yeah, yet, right? <laughs> made. Uh, we took in. We yeah. had we had twenty bucks in revenue last week. Nice. Um, That's hey, but yeah, no, but I dinner's all made. Come yeah, on now. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 is, that would not do a trip to Chipotle for this crew. Uh, but we, uh, no, I, I had a hell of a time figuring out what code to put down. I finally had to fucking Google it yeah. to get in, even into the zone of what I was supposed to use. And, and I ended up using like. Have you gone into like the city hall building, like started filling out like the actual like hard paperwork for that stuff? Like, no. I did oh, that back in the day. No, so they, that comes too. You don't, you don't, you can't do it anymore. Oh, wow. You can't even they go in. There is no, yeah, I don't think uh, anyone's there. Uh, uh, it all is online now. Yeah. And so I did, I did all that. But. I did that back in the day with the first gym I opened, like 2010. And I don't know if it was city hall, but it was some business 
it might have been the tax uh, franchise board. But you're in there, and then same thing. Like, I don't want to talk shit on the world because I, I do like our state a lot. But, like, everyone's just such a bitch in there. <laughs> you're just asking no, a simple question like, hey, man, which one I got to fill out? Like, I'm trying to open a gym over here. And, like, Carmichael, yeah. what do I do? And they're like, no, I don't know. And they just, like, throw This it. form of that window. Yeah, and they're just grumpy. And yeah. then they don't give you real info. And they're like, well, I don't know what any of these questions uh, mean, ma'am. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. I'm a 21-year-old right, yeah. idiot. Help me. You know, like the other day when we went to pick up those desks. We, we bought those desks from, from the 24-hour that went out in Carmichael. And we go to pick them up. And, like, you know, I'm a guy of a certain age, okay? I mean, I'm not a kid, <laughs> right? And this woman who's probably in my age zone, but not aging as well. I'm sorry, but it's true. Um, get him. Get him, Jim. Get him up. She's like, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, she I was hideous. I said, yeah, like, we're here to... Well, she was. But anyway, um, <laughs> I said, we're here to pick up, you know, four desks and four chairs. And, and she's like, oh, didn't they tell you what you're picking up? I'm like... I bought them, yeah. bitch. <laughs> like, what the hell? I don't. I hate to call women bitches, but I would probably say that about a dude too. It's like, what the fuck? Like, where's your attitude coming from? I yeah. realized. I realized that you've been doing this for three days, and you've been dealing with a lot of stupid questions and right. one thing or another. But that, what triggered you to be a bitch to me? Yeah, She's sitting there in, in air conditioning. Maybe she was room. jealous because you're aging so well. That's true. True. She just sat there and directed in an air-conditioned room not yeah, on a nice she chair. She had almost nothing to do. Yeah, she was doing nothing, yeah. When I went up to her, I was really stern with her. And that's a, <laughs> This is a psychological thing, but it's like... Yeah, the more mind games with old ladies now. The more disagreeable you are, the more likely they're going to give you anything. Kyle I walked up and I said, she's like, oh, you guys got everything? I was like, no, we're grabbing more, actually. She, oh, oh. She like backed off. It's like, hey, man, you got to be a little... She's, she's a blue-collar woman. Yeah, that's what Kyle said in the car. He's like, I know how to handle blue-collar. So let me get her. I, I didn't know that Kyle was our neuro-linguistic program. No, yeah, he's good. <laughs> I got her. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's going to manipulate the shit out of every member here. That's why he's involved. You can right. you can take a little bit more of this cord if you Thank want. You. There Thank you go. You, I feel you just like leaning and... Oh, that's okay. Uh, With uh, opening an actual barber shop, I, I feel like barber... And you might have some history in you. Barbering must be like one of the oldest... One of traditions the, and jobs ever. One of right? the oldest professions, period. Yeah, you think, so you, it you goes all the way back to like tribal times and like communal grooming standards. Yeah, I'm sure that's where it started. What you would think then, opening a business would be easy and streamlined because it's been around, but it's probably similar headaches than we had. Uh, there's definitely a lot to yeah wrap my head around. Like I said, this was my first business. Yeah. Was, all the other times it was you know somebody else handling it or like corporate handling it. So. Um, Barbering State Board made it generally easy. They give you a big checklist of all the standards you have to have, That's like cool. in terms of like health and sanitation and safety and like that. But in terms of how I wanted to like run the business, um, I started it so small I didn't have any of those problems. Yeah. It was just me and my buddy renting a studio and cutting working for ourselves. Sure. It wasn't until Mason left to Texas and I decided to bring on other contractors that I had to like, okay, how do I actually yeah. form this so that I can make money? And not fuck and not screw taxes myself. or yeah. the other people. Mm -hmm. or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. the other people, yeah. Yeah. You, you just flipped the switch, too, though, on that. Like, you just, all you guys just, like, kind of quit when you found out you had to be. Well, it, forced out would probably be a better term. Be yeah. um, mm -hmm. They want, it was either go somewhere else or stay on as an employee. Yeah. And that was the whole reason I got into barbering. I don't want to work for other people. Yeah, right. I don't want to be the mid haircut and like, hey, Chris, you got to take your lunch break. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. That's not going to work for me. So um, I was already working on it, but once we had that deadline of, if you're not like this is the day we're switching over it just forced me to make that jump even earlier yeah. i had to accelerate getting the shop ready but it cleaned the place out like there was nobody that all left, right? every barber on staff left yeah damn. damn i mean as a barber if if you're working as an employee it's a great place to start fresh out of school sure. you don't have any clientele like you work for a name big name barber shop that's going to bring people in naturally it's a great place to start but i already had a clientele yeah um, I was confident in myself. I was already working on my shop. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go now. Now I have no choice. How was that switch too? Because again, that's very similar to something we would do in our world. Like I started Twitch, but I have this Instagram following. Now how do, how, do these people even like me enough to now follow me over here? For you, similar thing. Were you? Did you have like some worries like, fuck man, they come here for the shop and the drink or, or, or they really do like me and they're going to travel over here? I was definitely worried. Um, I'd only been doing it for like two years. Yeah. So... I remember nights waking up cold sweat, stress, not eating for days. Like, yeah, I was worried. I was nervous. Was this going to happen? I was dumping every penny I yeah. had into this place. I'm sure you've been in similar situations. So 
yeah, it was nerve wracking, but um, that's where that self confidence comes in, and then hopefully they like me. If not, I'll make new clients. Yeah, and our and our good buddy Dean, uh, who we talked to last week on the show, he said, and that's kind of the the, the distinguisher of humans. Like right. some of these people are going to do that and see the kind of lion fear and still keep walking and walk and, through it. Right. Yeah, and some people are just kind of like, nah, I'll go back. And, and it's not right or wrong. It doesn't judge you as a human. It doesn't mean you're a pussy. Uh, I, I I forgot who I was talking to. But I was talking to a friend, and we're we're going over kind of the the pros and cons of working for yourself, and I'm like, well, it must be so cool. You got no boss. You set your own hours. You just decide your paycheck. I said, yes, that's cool. But I would also like benefits that I don't have to pay out of pocket. I would love a vacation that I get paid for. I can't take a vacation, let alone get paid for. Opportunity costs when you work for yourself. There's just so many things, and 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 our lives maybe because it it is cool in our in our culture to be a business owner and do your own thing. And that kind of holds a prestige or like an honor about it. And I do agree because it's hard. And, and once you, once you've done it, you understand why those people kind of like, Oh damn, even still to this day, somebody walked by me and Kyle were just sitting on our pattern. Like, yeah, we own this boutique down there for some reason. I think that's fucking badass. So it's like, Oh, that's sick. Like that's a business owner for some reason. Um, and having like a normal nine to five now is kind of frowned upon. And maybe it's our generation that's causing it, but it, it, there's a lot of fucking benefits. <laughs> There's right. a lot of benefits to having security of paycheck. Yeah. Like, I couldn't get any unemployment net. and shit going on during this time. Like, there's nobody taking care of us, you know. But if you ever work for the state, you're handled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. I don't know. For um, for me personally, like my I when I left a corporate job, I I couldn't figure out how to go back. As much as I really, in some ways, would have liked to, just because of all the security part yeah. of it. But I never had any security in a corporate job. Never, not one time. There was always a fear of layoffs. Yeah, just a number. Yeah, it just, number yeah, yeah. No matter how much you integrate yourself into it, mm-hmm. um, and you feel like you're fairly essential, they they will ultimately not see you that way if they think they're paying you more than they could pay somebody well, else. Well, you reach to that do. ceiling. You're like, hey, I want more to do this job. And they're like, well, yeah. I got somebody right behind you that'll take mm-hmm. less to do yeah, it. Yeah. So sorry. Elon, Elon just sent me a robot that could do your job. Or, so. or, right. or even worse, and I think, and, and more common, is they don't have any fucking clue. Right. Like, I, I survived. So detached. Yeah, yeah I, I survived a number of layoffs in different jobs, and they would have no plan for where the, where the work was going to go, like who was going to do it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, this is just not going to happen. It's mm-hmm. like, well, actually, this stuff is kind of required. Like these yeah. are things that are that are state requirements or they're federal requirements or they're yeah. contractual requirements with with clients, customers, whatever. And it's just like there's nobody to do it. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Just so learn to do this. Like, well, I don't. This is not my background, folks. Right. Like, I don't know anything about this at all. Why am I? Why am I the person? Because you're here. Yeah. These are your responsibilities now. Yeah. Did the food industry feel that way? And you kind of worked in a similar job, Kyle, where you worked at like a supplement shop and mm-hmm. you're running like with a boss. Like that stuff's like corporate, but not corporate, I feel like. Like yeah. it's still, because it's small business, maybe those are the definitions. You work for like corporation, who you're literally a number. Yep. And then you work for like a smaller business, like maybe the family restaurant, mm-hmm. obviously, because it's family. That was family. Yeah, yeah. You just, you did it because you were, you know. Yeah. And they're not going to just totally rip you off and no. fire you unless you totally ruin the business. Exactly. And, there, I yeah. did so many things at that restaurant, my family <laughs> restaurant, that I would have got fired instantly. <laughs> for yeah. the corporate spot. Yeah, or even like small business, like those uh, guys had to care a little bit, you'd think. Yeah, I think I, so. Because they, they require more of a, uh, I guess, like a relationship between clients too, though, yeah. versus like a corporation, which they do, obviously, if they're a corporation. But yeah, if you're going like small business, it's customer service relationships are much yeah. more important. So mm-hmm. they're like, okay, this person's been helping these people for so many odd years. I mean, you're no longer just cutting them because of their work they're doing, but it's like the relationships they built. And yeah. then they know they can take those people away. True. Yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah. someone yeah. comes Chris, into the nutrition yeah. shop. I'm like, oh, what happened to Kyle? He's not here anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh. Then, they t- then I get a I'm text. I'm not going back like, in there anymore. Then yeah. I get a text and I'm like, hey, man, like, that was all bullshit. Yeah. Like, just, just coming out over here. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Do. Yeah, I don't know. Because I've never, it's the same conversation I was having with a friend. I was like, I've never really had like a job job where I felt that way. Like, I, I was a trainer at a commercial gym and I sold gym memberships. But I never did like the corporate thing or like the retail thing or I don't know. I don't know if I'd last. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm cut out. It's a, Yeah, I would say it's a little different to like performance-based jobs too versus like, okay, did you do this job versus like, yeah, hey, man, we it. expect this from you versus like, hey, yeah, I just got to hit this button every day kind of thing where it's yeah. like, that's what like baseball and like, I mean, I'm sure even barbershop, like, hey, man, you're not cutting this dude's hair right. Like, he's not going to come back. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's kind of like that. That's true. That's how baseball was, man. It's like. I remember our pitching coordinator, I'll never forget, he'll say, when you get released, or because everyone will, he goes, like, when you're done, 
He's like, well, I'm going to bleed with you, but I'm not going to cry for you, man. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I I feel it. That's how it goes. That's just the way it is, man. Like, you know what I mean? So, and that's kind of cool of barbering. And I think a lot of stuff like you were talking about the customer service world is like your fate is kind of in your hands. Yeah. There's chance. There's always chance. That's working for yourself, period, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, sometimes there is like randomness, but a lot of it more, you're right. And, And I like that because. I don't know, dude. I'm so jaded in life sometimes where I'm like, because uh, some, some places you can be the hardest worker and you still mm-hmm. fail. Well, that's That's why I didn't like the corporate world yeah. because you're no matter how much harder you worked or how much you slacked off, as long as you stayed in that safe zone, yeah. you had your job. Yeah. And, and I people got, just it, kick it on that lower end of the safe zone. Yeah. And that wasn't me. And that's I wanted true. to keep moving up. And another thing I hate about working for other people is uh, being, a, being smarter than the person that's telling me what to do yeah. really frustrates me. Yeah. And I just yeah. couldn't handle that very well. Yeah. That's something I've said for a long time. I even was talking to Kyle's dad who's a, a, a military guy. And I, yeah. I was just like, man, I don't think I could do that stuff. And uh, <laughs> he, he was actually relating to me, although he was in that world. And even in sports, I think we're, that's where it started. Like my basketball career, I was like, yeah, man, like I just can't do stuff if you can't tell me why I'm doing this. Yeah. Like I'm not just going to go do 10 burpees if I think there's a better way I can condition myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, they, they, this is pointless. Or I'm not going to go carry this log. Marcus was talking about it last night, uh, our buddy who does construction. He's like, yeah, sometimes they'll just have me move like piles like 15 feet over here because then the next day we're putting it in a truck he's yeah. like i'd rather just move that into the truck today yeah, like what are we fucking that. doing he's like but they got to keep me on the clock and they have to i was like i understand i, I could never oh do that God, i'd punch yeah. somebody it's yeah. that creative problem solving it's like hey if this is if i find an easier way to do this yeah. why can't i do it well that's just how we do it here yeah like, i don't like that no i can't do just do it yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. i said so it's even the, though my dad yeah. gave me a lot of those like well <laughs> like all right that's my dad it that's about it. the creative process yeah. yeah i don't like that it's yeah. the ego of the commanding person you know yeah. what I mean? that's what it is usually like well no you're not doing it that way like, yeah well, yeah and maybe this is I exactly am. what chris said if he's if he maybe he doesn't care as much that's another issue if, if, if i'm smarter than my boss or my boss doesn't care as much as me like yeah. that's just a recipe for disaster yeah, yeah and yeah. that's choosing leaders that's something people don't probably talk a lot about is like there's a lot of books and self-help and coaches on like how to lead Right to be a basketball coach or mm-hmm. captain or a business owner, but there's not a lot of people, and not everyone's made to lead. That's for sure, just for a sure, thing. Yeah. But then they don't really talk about like how to choose a leader either. Mm-hmm. You know, with like this, we have these human tribal mentalities where we're, we want to get in a group, and, and people, want, I, I want a leader. I want, I want to turn on Instagram and be inspired by somebody. Yeah. Like, oh shit, that's everybody wants to be inspired and motivated. But if you choose the wrong leader, now you're just following a dumb shit. Now you are like this whole everyone overuses the word, but like a little sheeple. Now you are a little <laughs> yeah. sheeple if you're following an idiot. Yeah. Right. Now everyone's a leader, quote unquote. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're an yeah. idiot's following an idiot, mm-hmm. you both suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's true. That actually gets us into the into another topic. Lead um, it. That uh, um, we were thinking about in terms of, of, um, of having you on the show. Uh, t- two things at the same time in my mind. Okay. Okay. So you you had a, a significant weight loss. Mm-hmm. Y- you lost. From my biggest, um, I was four, probably four fifteen, four seventeen. Oh, no and you're what six one, six foot? To about six one, yeah. Uh, last summer, I got down to two oh three, so Damn. over two hundred. Yeah, that's pounds. insane. Actually, that's insane. Right. When I think it, when I say it out loud, it sounds no, like, it, it sounds like a lot. Yeah, yeah you yeah. lost your, half your body weight. Half, yeah, half of me. And you've kept it off. Yeah, it's been. Let's see. I started losing my weight when I was like twenty four, uh-huh. and yeah, since then, I, it took about two years to get down to like the low two twenties, and I fluctuated back up to two eighty. A couple of years ago, you guys saw me at the barbershop. I yeah. was bigger again. Yeah, yeah. And I said, like, I worked way too hard for this last time. I'm not going to let this happen again. I got back down. So yeah, I've kept it off for about six, seven years now. And the crazy uh, thing is, like, like we see your Instagram, so we know what you look like with your without your shirt, and uh, you look like model good oh like, wow thanks and so like um, my body dysmorphia <laughs> yeah otherwise, but i appreciate that uh, let me just uh, let me just let me just flip that switch <laughs> for yeah, you yeah. um yeah it is insane because everyone loses weight in our yeah. world we hear this all the time mm-hmm. um big weight loss little weight loss but keeping it off mm-hmm. i don't know the numbers i wish i did and i probably should considering it's my job but uh <laughs> the percentage of people that that gain it back within a year probably would would be my guess is like a year yeah. or two years people are right back or the st- data does show people gain more because right. they deprive themselves and, and mm. all these things and, and you run their like metabolism kind of, and yeah or you run yourself into the ground and yeah. you're like well I'm never going to work out again out, yeah, yeah I fucking hate running I'm not going to take another step injury and you get set back big time 100% or, yeah, yeah. Or you've just been eating fucking white rice and bland chicken right. all the time and you're like well now I'm just going to eat pizza for yeah. three years straight yeah. yeah so you did that yeah. and you keep doing that uh-huh. and you're one of the people that I know who takes inspiration from you know self-improvement 
whatever, and you actually like stick to it, which right? is not what most people do. Man, most people buy the, like the whole commitment to it ends when they buy the book or they read the That's article me. or whatever. Yeah, I've always you always see these people and they're like, okay, you talk the talk a lot, right? But very rarely do you see people like, okay, you not only talk like that, you actually live that life. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to hold myself to that standard. I don't want to just be a, you know, just spouting off inspiration and then like when nobody's looking, slacking off. Right. So that's just kind of how I hold myself in check. That's my standard that I set for myself. I'm going to be the best version of myself. And I wasn't always like that. Like when I first started losing weight, it was strictly aesthetic. I just wanted to look better. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do all that work on the inside, the mental stuff. I didn't start getting into the mental like fortitude until recently, the last few years, really holding myself accountable. And yeah, it's it's tiring, but I enjoy it. And even your process, I've found, is uh, kind of what you just said. Like, a lot of people give the lip service to it. And it's something I've never, like, stamped on because it's not how my brain or procedures work. Um, but the little things you've told me, like, because when things are normal, I'd get a haircut every six weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And on probably every other haircut, you would tell me, like, your goals. Mm-hmm. And they'd be, like, direct. And yeah. then you'd be doing, like, all right, uh, like, I think a simple one, you're like, yeah, this, like, quarter, I think I'm just going to work out uh, for sure twice a, a week outside. Yeah. So I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do normally, but I'm going to go. And then the mm-hmm. next one, you're like, I think I'm just going to run five days a week. I can still lift and I might do these things, but I'm going to run five days a week for sure. And you have these goals yeah. and you have these check boxes and you work and you check them off. That's something I found that works for me because I've been like, this is a long process for yeah. me. So I've been able to fine tune it. Like if you just, if I just did seven days in the gym, bodybuilder, yeah, yeah. hour of cardio, I, I lose my motivation. Yeah. So I got to keep it fresh. I got to come up with new stuff. I like trying you know, whole new workout regimens. I've gone from just full blown bodybuilder, you know, workout. I've done body weight for, you know, a year straight. I ran like two miles a day for 70 straight days earlier this yeah. year. Like I just, I like to challenge myself cause it keeps it fresh. Yeah. And that's probably what makes us not as cool or popular and like the powerlifting. I'm or looking forward world. to this place. I've never done like the powerlifting. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward for this place to open it up and coming in and be able to learn that stuff from you guys. Yeah. And that's never incorporated before. That's like what we do. And it's just like the type of exercise I enjoy, yeah. but what we preach is like in diet too. Like Finds the first advice I ever gave somebody is like start to kind of track your food, figure out mm-hmm. what the hell is going in your body, and find any activity that you enjoy right. and start to do that. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if you do yoga. I don't give right. a fuck if you do Pilates. I'm not going to join you, but <laughs> go ahead and do that. Whatever keeps you, whatever gets you out of bed and gets that first step. That's to literally the gym, it. That's, that's literally you, it. And, and if, if you for, don't, yeah, if you're not, if you're, what you're trying to do isn't getting you motivated, and find something else. Yeah, and if your ADHD makes you mm. do it every six yeah. weeks to change it, fucking who cares? As long as you're a little bit healthier, and just for my personality, I need to hone a craft, mm. and so powerlifting was my craft, and that's what we honed in on. But many people are different, and and that's hopefully this again the space we build here is a little bit multifunctional for multiple types of people um but that personality is so different even our buddy simon we were talking to mm-hmm. uh not to put him on blast poor simon but <laughs> simon uh is one of our old youtube buddies and we play a lot of video games with him and uh he hit me up and and his job is pretty affected by covid and he used to be a social worker and he, he just doesn't know he's like he's really smart dude and now he's doing marketing which he's really good at but he hit me up he's like mikey like i've been making these lists daily <laughs> and i've been checking off my goals I feel so goddamn good. I'm like, yeah, bro. I was like, I don't do that. I hate that. But a lot of people really like that. And and it is funny because you that's like the first thing I don't want to, you know, Tony Robbins or whoever tells you to do. And I don't know how many people apply it. I've tried it for sure. That's the same thing. Kyle can weigh on the psychological aspects of checking a list off. God, yeah, dude. It's huge, right? That first thing you do, if you you make a list, first thing, make your bed. Yeah, yeah. Start check that list off. Yeah, little wins. Little wins. Yeah, Yeah, my mom yells at me all the time. Like, well, what if you make a list? I was like, mom, if I make a list, the issue with me, because I am probably neurotic on on many levels, if I make a list, I'm going to be on this list all day. Like, I wouldn't be able to have lunch without, like, fuck, dude, this list. Not until I'm done, then I'll do everything else. Yeah, 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 or, yeah, I won't eat. put lunch on the list. Yeah, yeah, see, I I would have to. (laughs) I probably would have to, or, like, like, stop looking at your phone. Okay, check three, stop looking at my phone. Like, that's how I would probably have to work. Uh, And so you do have to find a flow, Mm. and like you even said, refine how your process is. Um, And I think it does help. You you were referring to Kyle jokingly, but being an athlete helps because you find your process. If you can find your process how to perform in a good game, if you can find your process how to perform in in a good practice, if you find your process how to be a leader on a, a sports team, if you allow yourself to then allow, uh, let that bleed into other things, you're, you already have the, 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 the framework. And that's what's worked for me. I had the framework of basketball. I had the framework mm. of being a captain. And I'm like, all right, well, how do I do these same things that get my shooting guard to trust me and my coach to trust me? And now I'll just do it in business. Yeah. And now I'll just do it in friendship. And now I'll just do it over here. Yeah. You know? 
That's all I got. <laughs> that, was, that was all oh, my energy that's, that's from it. two beers last that's night. Um, uh, yeah, like, actually, we've joked about it over the last couple of weeks here because um, people said, oh, you you know, like, uh, how's your punch list or are you running a punch list or whatever? I mean, we have a – we we th- would theoretically have a list for this building. We would have a list for online sales. We would have a list for the retail stuff here. We would have a list for just running the business – Period. Right. There is a list for marketing. There is a list for for um, um, you know, like just like the actual mechanics of marketing. Yeah, retail, like, love in here. Yeah. Food, drink, clothes. <sighs> so, <laughs> like when we started, just just the building, just the building. Like we had a short list that didn't have everything on right. it, and it was intimidating. Yeah. And like we could probably. In a week or so, we could probably run an actual punch list of, yeah. of things that we check off because there's still so much to do at this point, and it wouldn't be overwhelming. But damn, if I, we started this project trying to really think about everything that needs to be done, we might not have gotten started. I might not That's have signed the paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's about three days we didn't get started. Yeah, we got the keys and we just sat in here and we're kind of looking around, going, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, we're just kind of <laughs> where, do you, where do you start? I've yeah, never it's so construction dirty. before. I don't even yeah. know where. Yeah, to Jim's start. really handy, but I've yeah. never refurbed shit. Me either. Yeah, yeah, and your building was very we similar. You whole, made your whole yeah, building. We yeah. did a whole yeah everything from the ground up. We put new floor, new drywall, new lights, everything. I don't know how any of that stuff works. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you just Google, kinda, you just YouTube, YouTube and, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you just kind of figure it out. Um, I think back to the list thing, I think it's really important, obviously for health reasons too, like to do physical activity and stuff like that. But I think getting involved with things that are more competitive too, whether it's with yourself, like let's say you go to the driving range every day and you're still shanking the ball every single time. It's like, you're going to make a mental list in your head at that point. You're not going to maybe write down like, Hey man, like you're opening your club face or whatever. You're going to, it's going to force you to make a list and be like, I'm going to get better. Like you have, I, I think, I mean, it's built, it's wired into us like to be competitive. Yeah. Yeah. So I think doing those things is like going to eventually make you either write down what the hell you're doing wrong or mentally be like, okay, well, I'm, I'm making a list in my head right now. Like, okay, elbow this, blah, 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 whatever it is. Like I, I tell people to go play competitive stuff all the time. I'm like, yeah. you kind of have to. Yeah. And, and that is, we talked about it on our last podcast, but like where CrossFit crushed the world is yeah. they started making like a community, mm-hmm. which all humans want. They all want friendship. They all want someone to hold them accountable. They want to see their buddies. And then they made, they gamified fitness. And so yeah. Yeah, every workout, you get a score, you get a, a time, mm-hmm. you get a whatever. And so then you do it in three more weeks, you try to improve. And that's where powerlifting despite it being like literally the opposite of basketball in so many senses, it's so monotonous. It's so basic. And now you have to pay attention to the minutia and the repetitive. It, it does become like Zen meditation. Like I'm doing the same stupid lift for over a decade now trying to get better at it. You know, like it's the mm, dumbest thing right. really when you think about it. But for me, it adds something to you said like, yeah. like, Oh, my ankle is just a bit turned out here or a little, yeah. but I do wonder, and all of us are like, competitive-ish people and we let that bleed however we want mm-hmm. business and content creating and sports and whatever i do wonder if there's a human out there and i feel like there is and again this may be me being jaded but i feel like there's a human out there that just doesn't cl- that doesn't click with them they literally yeah. don't mind clocking in clocking out going home yeah. grabbing a beer sitting on a couch and sheeple. they're totally fulfilled sheeple, yeah sheeple, right? and, and and i i it sounds bad I, but i do just think i always <laughs> just claim like nah they're dumb like, because I think if you're so intellectual, or if you're if you're at least self aware, you're gonna you, you you can't if you're self aware, you won't allow yourself to do the same shit or be the same yeah. person. That's like literally the definition of self awareness. You'll you'll go insane if you're if you're literally looking inside of yourself, truly. No one, unless you're narcissistic, because then you don't see a flaw. Right. But any normal human will look inside themselves, see something, and if you do nothing about that, right. you'll go insane. You just give up. You would go insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In sure, whatever yeah, sense that might that, be. Yeah. Well, that's why you see people go AWOL, man. They just yeah. disappear from things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. from society, pull mm-hmm. themselves away. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were being all positive. I didn't want to interrupt. You're like, I'm going to fix this and I'm going to be a better. And yeah, I was like, yeah. or people quit. Yeah. Or you just, yeah, people so just kind of like, like a long-term fight or flight situation. It is. I mean? It's yeah, a, it's yeah. a elongated, it's a diluted fight or flight. Like, I'm just bad at golf. Fuck golf. Yeah. I'll go watch it on TV. I remember having those kind of conversations with myself when I was overweight. Like back when I was fat, where I had just given up, I just told myself, you know what? I'm just going to be the funny fat guy the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm just, you know, I'll probably die when I'm 50. It's just, it's too late for me now. Yeah, yeah. You have that, those moments, it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a dark side of it. You know what I mean? It is. Especially when you're waking up the next morning, like, oh, I'm supposed to do a three mile run and this and that. You're like, no, fuck that, man. I'm going to eat and I'm going to chill here. I'm not going to do shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is easier. Yeah, way easier. Yeah, way easier. 
easy is clock in clock out that's yeah. what easy is you know generally uh, i'm about to choose easy soon boys <laughs> if this door don't open i was, I was thinking about it i was like man it'd be real nice just to go work at somebody else's barbershop not have to worry about anything yeah. just no responsibilities no paperwork right for, for me right now it would be awesome to do nothing for a fucking day right not a single goddamn thing in it and we're not in that position right now no. i mean we're, we're really not we've taken a couple of days off along the way it hasn't been to- a straight slog but in uh, i don't know i get I'm supposed to be off. Everybody's off, and then I and I like come in here and tinker with shit. Yeah. Try to figure out how to solve this thing that's been bothering me since the fucking 2008. That's the competitive you know? side of you, though. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, that but, is a little but bit. I, I mean, to a certain extent, it is. And, and competitive it, with yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I w- like. I get satisfaction from actually feeling like I got something right. Mm-hmm. I think that's maybe it. I'm not competitive with other people as a primary motivator. Mm-hmm. It's trying to do things as uh, the best way possible. You know, at least starting out with that mindset, it doesn't always end up there. Um, uh, and then this, from a secondary standpoint, you know, obviously you want to you want to do better. Even even mm-hmm. if you think of your competitors as your friends, you still want to do better. You know, e- even if it makes them bring their game up yeah, too. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. another big thing with the com- the competitiveness that comes from you know growing up playing sports the whole time, like wanting to do better. Was the camaraderie that came yeah. with it too? Yeah, you always had those friends. They were like, "Hey, you can do better. Like, you can get better at this. We can do this together." And that helped. That's what that helped me a lot as a youth, kind of like stay, you know, motivated and stuff like that. I feel like we lose that as adults. Like 100%. once once you stop playing sports, mm-hmm. like once you lose that mm-hmm. locker room feel, yeah. that yeah. clubhouse feel, yeah. and that goes missing. Yeah. And there's not a lot in our community to, like, give that back to guys. Well, 100%. And yeah. that's literally our goal. Thanks for pitching the gym, Chris. Oh, hey. Uh, <laughs> that, that is literally our goal because I feel the same way. And, and then and then there, you have friends that you come across. Maybe you like them a lot. But even some of my people I, I cross in paths with in life that I really enjoy their company or we get along or we have mutual friends or we have mutual interests, if they never played sports, there's, like, a vibe sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you can just tell. And, like, the only other time I had it was our powerlifting team uh, here. Yeah. Uh, that was, as an adult, I could feel it. Sometimes businesses, um, but sadly, a lot of my businesses are online and my business partners aren't here. Mm-hmm. Like, when my business partners are in town, like Omar and these guys, then I feel it again. But it's hard to feel it on a Zoom call or, like, a text when you're doing yeah. business. Um, but to do something in person, probably opening the shop with your buddy mm-hmm. was a bit similar. Um, but then, let alone lifting. And there is something, I think we talked about it, too, with Danny and them where it's like whether it's hormonal adrenaline Mm. you feel connected to humans when all your hormones are elevated Mm. through uh exercise or through uh trauma trauma is another one you get in a car accident with somebody or you go through a death with somebody or you Mm -hmm. go through a roller coaster with somebody whenever these you're on high alert that fight or flight but you Mm. do it in a communal manner sandra bullock and keanu reeves at the end of uh speed Uh, yeah when a ship is floating (laughs) through your city No, no that's so, speed two. That wasn't oh, even that was like speed two, but on a bus. I don't yeah, think yeah, I've yeah. actually <laughs> seen. I don't think I've. I don't think I've actually ever seen either of those movies. That's not my joke. Thank I'm not you. Taking credit Thank for you. I, I, don't, I don't care where it came from. It made me laugh. So yeah, I don't think I've ever seen good movie, man. Either good of movie. those is uh, it I'm actually a good movie though. Oh, speed. Speed. Oh, fuck really yeah, good. it's yeah, a great movie. movie. I think I've told Jim. I don't know if I told Kyle. Might know, but I went through a phase, and even though I'm a '90s kid, I was born in '88. I went through a phase where I couldn't a long phase over a decade where i couldn't watch a movie that was like pre-2000 something would like like i would short circuit and i just couldn't handle how it was filmed so there's a lot of fucking movies i've never seen i could always watch star wars because i've always loved it to death but any 80s film 80s music Mm. if i hear depeche mode i want to bash my head through this (laughs) wall i was never big yeah no i've never seen terminator top to bottom what yeah i've never seen terminator top to bottom movie night yeah i've seen predator and I, I think it was a communal situation. It was probably like the last year before I had this short circuit in my brain. Uh, uh, but there's a ton. Of, and I saw things as kids, uh, obviously growing up in the 90s, I, I watched some of those films. But there's a lot of shit I've just never seen. up until, But 2000 to 220, I've seen every movie ever. Yeah. You remember uh, Terminator 1, if you've seen it too, right? Yeah. Uh, remember Kyle when he comes down? Yeah. I'm named after him. My mom named me after him. After, you're named after yeah. Terminator? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what was your middle name going to be? It was going to be Nate Bob. <laughs> We decided no to go way. against that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kyle, Nate, Bob. Like, Nate just because my dad was like, thought it was funny. Yeah, my dad was crazy, but it's actually Nathan. My mom was like, "No, we're doing Nathan." Thank God. Thank God she knew what she was doing. Nate Bob's cute. That's, and if they not, were really committed, it would be Reese. Nate Bob. Yeah. Was oh, that yeah. his name? Reese. Movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reese is a good name. Yeah, I like Reese. Yeah. Reese Huge is a good fan. Name. Yeah. Reese is a good name. Yeah, yeah, I agree. In Canada, they just call it Reese. It's not Reese's. I don't know why. I always said Reese's, and then people started making fun of me. I, yeah. know. I didn't uh, even know it was spelled with an S until a couple of weeks ago. 
<laughs> then I was like, well, that's recess if I do a C. <laughs> There's two of them. Yeah, I, I don't know what the hell's going on. I hate on. to break it to you, Mike. Two, two S's in. There's a lot going on in my brain, you know? Can't, can't waste on the energy on spelling. Yeah, I was going to say, not a lot of it is spelling, apparently. Um, never seen Terminator. That's the end of the show. Good God. Name another one. That's I've never seen old, Speed. A Jurassic Park I love. But I think, that, I don't know, some of them are like... Jurassic w- Park is a cheese festival compared to the Terminator movies. No, I'm sure. I'm not saying it's better or worse, but I think there's, it's like something that I'd watch, you know, that shows on TNT when I'm sick from school, and so Jurassic Park's always yeah. on, so then it's stuck with me through Jurassic my Park short is currently, circuit. Jurassic Park currently always on. Yeah, you I still watch been it. more of a TV kid growing up than a movie kid growing up. Did Maybe. you go see a lot of movies as a kid, or were you always kind of so. watching TV? No, I think, no, I went to the movies then. Yeah. It's just as I turned like 18, I couldn't look back. Right. I just couldn't look back for some reason. I'm more of a movie guy, probably, yeah. I'd say. See, I'm a TV guy. Really? I, I didn't, we didn't start going to movies till like later in life. I was hooked to the television when I was a kid. We were the go to Blockbuster because my mom's a teacher. And yeah. so she had summers off with us. And she's like, so I didn't do the typical like summer camp or whatever most kids did, I guess. I don't even know what most people do. But, yeah. but I was stuck at home with my mom because she's a teacher. And she's like, what do I do with these fucking kids? So all we did was <laughs> rent like one summer. And I hated it. Talk, maybe this is what short circuited me. I was probably in fifth grade sisters in eighth grade and her and my mom get uh caught on uh hitchcock Mm. so we watched every Mm. alfred hitchcock fucking movie never seen a single one and here i'm in fifth grade just learning what boobies are and wanting to see some blood and now i'm forced (laughs) to watch these fucking and there are like horror films i think some people really do like hitchcock but a lot of it's black and white a lot of it's slow some of it's kind of cerebral and i'm whatever 11 freaking the fuck out grasping this at all see Okay, so we need Connor here for this talk. Yeah, I know. This Connor's a little. Yeah, yeah. He'll probably talk shit on Hitchcock for some reason. Then he'll find, <laughs> find a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm both. I'm a TV guy. I'm a movie guy. Um, I remember that like, probably the first movie that I ever saw in the theater was Patton. I was like seven or something like that. I mean, that's a that's a heavy movie. Never <laughs> seen when you're seven. <laughs> About the general George Patton. Oh, World War Two movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I watched a lot of like trashy um, uh, 70s police procedural detective kind of shit. All that Quinn Martin stuff, you know, like, mm. I don't know, Mannix and Banachek and all those kind of things. Some of the stuff that's Charlie's Angels, okay. you know, that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in the house with my grandma, so she always had. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, I did too on. until I was like seven, something like that. Yeah. My grandmother lived with us. Yeah. A lot of mash. Yeah, a lot of soap operas. A lot There's of fucking soap, soap operas. operas. I've seen so many mm-hmm. soap operas, but the, the soap I know way too much about General Ch- or General Hospital and all my children. <laughs> yeah. I know way too much about. Yeah, that. yeah, for sure. As the world turns, right? My grandma's into As the World Turns real hard, uh, and old time wrestling, man. She, oh yeah, yeah. Like th- she, she was a big fan of The Rock's dad, uh, and that was kind of my that's. Confession time. That's really my total experience with with wrestling. Like I don't give it that much. You never of a watched shit. it. Never really. Hmm. Nah, nah. Now and, and like I like Stone Cold yeah. as a person. He's amazing. Yeah, he's a, and he was he was good in the ring because I've seen in retrospect. Yeah, yeah. Because we had him on the show a few times and like I I would. I would check out his stuff. I would, so would have context. You never watched that era. I think I just the got attitude lucky. era. Yeah, that's oh, all we I watched. Lucky, yeah, yeah. We came in the time when wrestling was the most popular thing on the yeah. planet. Yeah, I watched three years of Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H religiously. Yeah, I really did with my I dad. Couldn't and stand we just kind of bonded. I couldn't stand that it was fake. It drove me nuts. I think even uh, at a young age, I knew it was fake. But like the the acting is so cornerly good. I don't know how else to say. Like, like <laughs> I kind of liked it's it. Porn level. Uh, it was kind of porn level, which is awesome though, because you're in seventh grade. You're Probably watching all that at the same time. Yeah, right? it's all just relating. <laughs> it's all. It was kind of wonderful. Anyway, I was going somewhere. Um, what you watched? Oh, 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 no! Back to back to your experience. When my uh, I quit a I quit a, a corporate job. I worked for a, um, a small uh, education consulting firm for a while. The uh, owner drove me completely nuts and I finally just fucking quit one day and went back to school and when I was going back to school like my wife started working full time she's a nurse and so and she's working nights uh, because you make more money on, on nights and so I got my kids and so they they got this like full film education like <laughs> everything that I loved about movies I just like beat into their heads You're programming and it, but, <laughs> but they were enough like me that it that it worked and like it's I, I always wanted to to have something to talk to with uh, with my kids about 
that yeah, wasn't yeah. just sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you related on that. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's probably yeah. Each parent finds their way. I mean, you're kind of a parent now, so like right. you got this. Trying, role. man. Yeah, like, another thing. I'm just kind of making up as I go. Yeah, yeah see, like because I have no clue. But that's a similar thing. Is me and my dad probably if we had to choose like a topic, it probably ended up being sports, and yeah. maybe that's why wrestling was a thing because it was what you would talk about as a sport, yeah, whether it's, it's a sport or not. Me and Sawyer, Sawyer's my stepdaughter or soon to be stepdaughter. Uh, we. Uh, we find all kinds of stuff to relate on, but that's what like we'll watch cartoons together. We'll watch cartoon movies together. Yeah. We'll find stuff. Yeah, you got to be able to relate to him. She she can't have a conversation about starting a business with me. Sure. So you want to no, connect yeah. with these kids? You got to find something. I think yeah. you talked at home uh, playing Halo with your dad. Yeah, because yeah, I guess yeah. that's maybe a generational thing too. Because I'm a little bit older than you, and my dad's probably ten years older than your dad mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And so my dad never played video games with me. Like yeah. I think I once convinced him to play a golf game because it was like slow. But like he's he never he never played video games. It's like so foreign to him, so he wouldn't do that. But uh, yeah. nowadays that's like a super common thing. Like these streamers home, are playing with their kids. And yeah, shit. I I started to show Sawyer like kind of how Minecraft worked. Yeah, you know, and she can't read yet. How so old is she? She's four. She's yeah. almost. She turns five oh, in so November. She, yeah, she's still small. She's still tiny. So I kind of taught her like, oh, you know, this is how. You find stuff, and this is your inventory. And then I came home the other day. She built a whole like house. Yeah, that's she had sick. doors and windows. That's I was at four oh, years cool. old. So this is crazy. Cool. The games they have for kids seem so cool. Like I even told it's like our buddy. I'm not going to name him because this is a little embarrassing. But yeah, he, yeah. he hit us up. He's like, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'll tell you afterwards who was. Uh, and I've never played that game. But the truth is that game is so much more elevated than fucking Mario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Mario was legendary. But yeah. if you're six, which one's going to keep your attention? Clearly a Minecraft or yeah. like an Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. There's so much shit to do and mm-hmm. learn. And honestly, going to the reading portion, yeah. I swear I learned half my shitty spelling, even though it should be good, from Pokemon. Probably, I'll play yeah. the shit out of Pokemon when I'm probably like five or six, and so you got to read to play the game. And I didn't, wa- I would never read a book. Fuck that. But if I got to <laughs> read to get my Pikachu, I'll fucking read. I remember my um, my son. You guys know Sam. Um, uh, we went on vacation, and we were done in like Santa Cruz area, and the none of the television stations had Pokemon on. Start freaking out at that point. Oh my god, <laughs> we had to go. To, we had to go find a blockbuster and like wow. rent Pokemon. We actually, I think, maybe bought something. I think there was like a ball that had a like a like a rubber ball that had a Pikachu inside of it. Yeah, and I was like entertained. Yeah, I just like we need to tamp this down somehow. It's like he's <laughs> he's desperate for some Pokemon. Right you got to hand it to Pokemon. They've been relevant for. 30 years how does that keep happening yeah. Sawyer's got Pokemon toys yeah, yeah. She knows Pokemon. even Mario like it's variations but the Mario yeah. Kart or whatever this year is still sold Branding, like a motherfucker right? yeah it's really good it mm-hmm. really is because like Sonic's dead I know they came out with the movie but like it ain't the same as Mario no yeah no no, no not even close. nowhere near that level yeah not even close. what's uh what's that process look like because the, the being a stepdad's new-ish mm-hmm Business is newish. Man, a lot of variables, dude. And so people, yeah, people say opening a business, like, oh, it's great because you set your own schedule. But the truth actually is, is you don't have a schedule. The no. truth is that you're always working because an email is going to pop up. Something's going to happen yeah. on the call. You have something on your mind. Family. Um, yeah. You just got to kind of fine tune, like, where am I going to sacrifice, right? I got to spend X amount of hours at the shop. I want to be a good dad. So I got to spend X amount of hours here. I have to be a good, you know, fiance. I want to spend X amount of hours with Sam. So you just have to find those nicks of time. Time where it's like, okay, I can give a little here, I can give a little here, and you just kind of keep putting drops into all the buckets because I don't want to neglect anything. Sure. I don't want to be uh, that dad that's never home. Sorry, I got to work all the time. Yeah. I don't want to be that fiance that's never around. We never go do fun stuff. So I'm just trying to fill all the buckets at one time, and that gets really hard. Yeah. And it gets overwhelming sometimes. Yeah, how but- do you fill your own bucket? Uh, man, I sat home and played video games all day yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I find things that I used to do when I was a kid, and I have fun. I go to the gym, I work out. So I, you get those those moments by yourself where you can kind of like center yourself back down, recharge that battery and then start handing energy back out. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm so unsocial. Like yeah. when I last night, I'm never going to go out for like six <laughs> months, but like, I can't imagine because I think I also am, I, I would like to think I'd be a good husband or dad or whatever, where I'd put energy into those. Cause you mm-hmm. have to, Yeah. but then I would, I, I don't think I could refill my little self. Well, <laughs> see, th- this was my problem with the corporate world though. Cause like I was always under stress about whether I was going to continue to have a job. And there was always so much bullshit, so much political bullshit within right. every co- corporation that I work for. And I just get so caught up in the moment, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, and my wife would criticize me for like, can't you just like be in the moment while we're eating dinner? It's like, no, like yeah. if I, I let my foot off the pedal 
I'm gonna fall. Like I don't yeah, know. That's scary. Yeah. I, yeah. I like scaling back. Scary. Yeah. It's like you do do not know what what it's taking for me to keep my head above water. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mixed a lot of metaphors right there. <laughs> um, but uh, that's part of why I never went back after a certain yeah. point because I just like I this is me. Like I know I have to be obsessed all the time. And it, it it's either can be something that's mine or it can be something that somebody else's. I was going to ask, uh, being a business owner, then does it quench that thirst? Does it fix that thirst, or is it just a more synergistic relationship with that personality trait? Um, does that make sense? It might be the latter. I I think I constantly still struggle with it, but but I also am more prone to give myself a breaks over it because yeah. it's me deciding you know yeah you have the like, ability to tune it up and tune it down right? yeah if i yeah, want to yeah. feel like i'm accomplishing a lot and i'm getting a lot of work done i'll just book more appointments yeah. but if i know that i need to take the kids on a vacation i'm gonna take less appointments and put more energy into that yeah i mean like the <clears throat> the dozen years i spent spent dealing with this business and 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 you know person that we were dealing with there like i that person was never my boss yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was always the person deciding how it was going to work and whatever and and um and you know honestly that's part of when it fell apart when people like no i'm 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 independent you know understand that like you can't tell me you can't tell me what this is how we're doing this yeah. thing it's like no no that's actually that's People want to know. That's where. That's really how it all came about. I, at some point, said no, no. It has to be this way because it's me. It's mm-hmm. not you. It's me. And like no, 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 and then it was gone. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think one like helps me either way because I think I have a similar personality trait where it's kind of pedal the metal and like because I'm neurotic in my brain and my brain's always kind of doing a tornado. If I work for somebody else, it's going to tornado. And I guess the end result, like you said, won't be the same. I don't work yeah. for money or I don't work for my benefit or I don't work. That's the only thing. But I don't feel like more satisfied necessarily either doing it my own way. Mm. You know what I mean? Like my bank account is probably more satisfied, I guess. Yeah. But that's not really what drives me either. Because like, I'm, I'm still like I think I'm smart and whatever, but I'm so ego driven for sure. I just want to impress the world. Like that's really what keeps me going, you know? So like whether I do it through somebody else or through myself, I don't really care. Like that's what feeds the machine. So... You know, it's not money. It's yeah. not. It's it's the bathrooms here for me. The, the bathrooms are my chef's kiss. Here. So, you, so you make a nice bathroom and you feel <laughs> good for it all. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Like I'll be ha- I was super happy with them, and uh, you know, I'll I'll probably dip in there every day and make sure they're clean. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any entrepreneurial input world with your family's restaurant, or you literally just worked there? Did you get no, any? Of no, no, no. It was um, there were uncles in a sense of like guys in my life, older guys in my life who kind of raised me, cool. father figures uh, to me. I wasn't like blood family or yeah. anything like that. But um, do you get like input and stuff, or did you get a yeah. taste of that world? I guess is the question. Yeah, it was family owned and operated. I saw like you only get out what you put into yeah. it. You don't have like you don't have that bare minimum work effort. And if you did, like it was your family. Like, hey man, we expect more than yeah. you. So I definitely learned. I think my work ethic from not only my mom growing up, but the guys showing me how to run the pizza place. Yeah, because people say like, don't work with friends and don't work with family. But what you just said is what I see. Like one, if you enjoy your friends and you work with the correct friends and then two, you just hold each other up. I also respond a lot better to like, if, if I'm slacking off in the corporate world and I get an email like, hey, Chris, you know, like yeah. your production is down two points this quarter. Da, da, da. It's a lot different than my uncle pulls me out back and goes, hey, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> get to work on time. Yeah. Like I respond better. Yeah. To yeah. That. yeah. And that goes uh, to what I was trying to you talk about. You can't do like, that in the corporate world. Choosing your leader or being mm-hmm. a leader. Like that's how I just did in sports too is like basketball analogies all I have. But yeah. uh, if, if your best player is the one taking the charge or diving for the loose yeah. ball, I'm going to get my, the rest of my guys to Lead do by that. example. Yeah. Right? So I'm running through the walls. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to fucking, I'm, I had a goal at my senior year of, of high school because I, I played four year varsity. So I was already kind of like the dude. I was like, I'm going to bleed every game. Yeah. I said, if I, if I put some blood out every game, like my team will know that I'm not just fucking around. I don't just want the accolades. Like I'm here. here you don't you want to be the guy on the team. Where everyone's like, you didn't try that hard today. Yeah. Yeah, and so I do think working with friends or whatever, like we have that, like mm-hmm. we'll take breaks or whatever. Or I'll be sitting over there drinking water, but then like I'm like, well, I better work harder, bro. Kyle's yeah. busting his ass over there. Like I got right. to go lift this wood with him, you know? Like, And I, I, I don't know why. It's just, I think it's just a saying because no one I've ever talked to, all my friends in small businesses have ever given me an explanation why not to work with your family or friends. Yeah. Specifically. Like broadly, of course, but that's like saying like, because then you could say that with anyone, like don't pick a business partner. We're like, yeah, you could pick a business partner. I picked tons of shitty business mm-hmm. partners over my time building businesses. Like that's just a chance too. I feel like right. it's a coin flip. Yeah. It's, a, way, it's human right. to human. Yeah. I think I would rather hang out with some people I like that I consider friends all day. Fuck, man. We did 10 hour days here grinding cement. Like I'd rather have Kyle holding my vacuum pipe <laughs> hey. than a stranger. Hello. <laughs> 
That was fun. <laughs> it was 80 awful. hours of just grinding concrete. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even do most square feet. I don't know how you guys did all this space. Yeah, we don't either. 5, we didn't know plus. what we were getting into. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> we really didn't. That's true. That is for sure. I did not have any idea it was going to take as long as it did. If only there was an opening a new gym checklist, right? <sighs> yeah, not a single thing. <laughs> like, you can Google and find some shit, but yeah. it's like probably similar to barbershops but a little bit different like yours is like uh health rules that you yeah. have to follow and then there's like like you said it's the oldest fucking profession so there's mm-hmm. kind of just protocols yeah where gyms especially this style gym the goal was to take what's already known whether it's a crossfit gym or kind of a powerlifting and way elevate this thing that's mm-hmm. never been done to like actually look good which is unheard right. of in our world and not be corny with like a 24-hour fitness where, yeah. you know, it just yeah. feels... You don't feel campy. You don't walk in there and feel good. No one's ever walked into 24 like, man, I feel like an athlete today. Like, this right. place fucking's ugly. It's got <laughs> terrible vibes, you know? Yeah, true. And yeah. so for it's us, nice. yeah, there's no blueprint. You can Google like, all right, you need this many dumbbells per this many But you members, also don't want to follow someone else's blueprint. 100%. Right. Yeah, it wouldn't end up to be us. Yours. It's not yours in that. Yeah. Well, I mean, your place is elevated. Yeah, for sure. I, I like to think so. No, for sure. No, no, yeah, absolutely. There's no no question yeah. at all. And you know, you know who your client mm-hmm. you want your client to be. Mm-hmm. You want your client to be not particularly price sensitive. You want to you want to probably yeah, you want more affluent clientele. Yeah. Absolutely. And and people who um, have an appreciation for finer shit mm-hmm. because you know I like nice shit because you yeah. like nice shit. Yeah, I mean, you a a reflection of yourself to a certain yeah. extent. Absolutely, yeah. It's definitely an, ex- an extension. And since Mason left and it became like my shop, I was definitely able to put like my flavor on it more. It's definitely an extension of myself more now than ever. Yeah, which feels good. Yeah, you know, you're able to express yourself. It's kind of like a clean palette, but. I just kind of wanted to make a barbershop I wanted to get my hair cut at. And right. You guys are probably making a gym that you yeah. always wanted to lift at. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. And, and part and of it is... you hope that people like your style. Yeah. Right. Part of it is a reaction to having been here for so long and have knowing that, like, maintenance was not what it should have been. And, <laughs> like, the, floss. the aesthetics were for sure not what they could have been, you know? I mean, mm. yeah, this is a lot of work, and it's been a reasonable amount of money, but, like we could have spent the same amount of money and not gotten this result. We could have spent more money and not gotten this result. Again, to like tie or throw ties between our industries, like you can cut hair anywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Like uh, you could cut my hair right here and yeah. probably do a, just as good of a job. Uh, or you would Gavin Newsom, I can cut your hair anywhere <laughs> outside. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like yeah. you need scissors, a yeah. buzz, and, and a chair. You could probably do it standing if we had to, mm-hmm. and you can lift weights anywhere. You just True. need a barbell yeah. and some plates. Um, and I'd like to think, and future will tell. Hopefully, all of us. But you're a good example already that if you put the extra effort, if you put the extra mile to the detail of elevating mm-hmm. the space. Hopefully that person's more likely to want to come back more, yeah. have a good time, enjoy the experience because corny, not corny, but like life is experiences. Yeah. So if you just want to go in the gym to check off a box and that's it, that's fine. If you just want to get your reps in, go home, you can do that anywhere. But if you want to build friendships, mm-hmm. if you want to enjoy community, that, that yeah. box, yeah, if you want the community, if you want the vibration and the experience of a good haircut, which is what I started going to barbershops because Supercuts just felt weird. Right. And, and truth is talking about like affluent people. Like it's not that much difference in price. I don't even know what I pay you to be honest, but I know it's not that much different. You know, like, yeah. like it's, it's not far. I'm off. not paying I'm not, 150 bucks. To I'm not charging out. outlandish numbers. Yeah. Haircuts. Yeah. And, and super cuts 20, 30 bucks and, and yeah. it's inconsistent every single time. And they don't give a fuck about you. That's the thing. I think that I was thinking about just, just in terms of getting, getting haircuts. I went to the same person for the most part at a sport clips who was somebody who actually who worked out here. Um, and, it was good, and she had a lot of energy and stuff, but it was never quite what it was supposed to be. And then one day I went in, and there was a, a guy cutting there who was just so much better and like right. just like fit what I needed mm-hmm. so much better. And I thought, okay. It's a skill. It's a trade. Some people are going to be a lot better than yeah. other people. Yeah, and I thought, well, see, I need to rethink this whole process because this yeah. is like the best haircut I've ever gotten out of this place and maybe ever anywhere. So I need to maybe I need to upgrade and go to a different place. And that's right. how I ended up uh, going to Bottle and Barlow, right. and then it's a great met shop. you there, and then and then followed you because like you had the best vibe, and uh, and I got a good haircut. You know, I, I got a haircut. I'm always happy with it. So good. you know, and that was not always the case before. But that's that's kind of how it happens. You have a moment where you go, oh man. Yeah, fed up this with is, the norms. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, this is already so much better. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not, and it's not terribly more expensive to 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 do that. Yeah, like, oh. that's all industry. Right? Like food's kind of like that. Like a place could have the best pizza, and you might go there, but if the place has a good pizza and a good environment mm-hmm. and a good beer, 
You know, like all the and the person pouring your beer is nice. Right. Yeah. And we were like, well, where else yeah. would I go? Like we go mm-hmm. to Federalist all the time just because we like the pizza. But then like the more you go, you're like, man, this outside vibe is kind of cool. Like, oh man, this beer is not yeah. bad. Like pricing's fine. Like then all these things layer up to you it's going def- there. Yeah, it's, all a, the time. it's a big pie, right? You gotta yeah. get all the all the aspects of it. Yeah, yeah. A good haircut is step one. Mm-hmm. That's just step one. Right. Well, uh, we don't often give gifts on this program, but. Um, uh, a year or so ago, we got an offer from a place called Authentic Street Signs, and they said, hey, we want to give you a free free sign for your place. And I'm like, oh, that, that'd be really cool. Um, so we, we picked out one of their stock ones. And when I, when I saw the whole list, this particular one made me think of you. Aww. And uh, then since then, we've gotten one that actually says 50% facts, and that's hanging on this set that's in the loft of my house. But this is the one that made me think of you. And I'm gonna give it to you, right now. Do the work. I like that. That is, you know, you know me well, Jim. Yeah. That, no, literally, when I saw I that, like I thought, it. "Oh, Chris will appreciate this." Yeah. So, just do uh, it, man. Quit making excuses. Just yeah. do the work. You so know what needs to get done. Yeah. Just do it. Basketball coach yelled at us. Do your yeah, job. Do yeah. 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 Do your job. Thank you guys. I appreciate it a lot. Thank yeah. You. No thanks problem. For, yeah. And thanks for being on. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, TailoredSacramento.com is the website. You could book me or any of my other barbers there. Uh, we're located right off of 12th Street, right here downtown. Yeah. And your personal IG My is personal Instagram is Chris period slangin period fades. There we go. That's Easy. me. Dude, plug away, dude. Let's get plug you to away. 10K. Yeah, Let's get you to 10K, 10K, dude. I'm nowhere near it. Let's do it. get that K, dude. <laughs> we need to swipe, swipe up. That's the swipe yeah, that's up. that's what we need. Yeah. Um, it's so convenient. I'm Kyle.Castro with two O's at the end. Because kind of pretty, Someone else pretty stole it, well-known huh? name. Yeah, I mean. I never met Castro. a Kyle Castro. Yeah, they're they're out there. Yeah, when you search for them, they pop up. A lot of them. Kyle yeah. Reese Castro. There's one yeah. Mike Farr. <laughs> there's only one Mike Farr on the planet, dude. I don't think that's true. There's a there's one other one, I guess. I've only found one Mike Farr when I Google uh, around. Th- there's oh, okay. actually there's a, a website. Player. How many of me? Oh really? I'm How many of me? Oh, really? yeah, yeah. I'd like to see that actually. Yeah. But there's a shit ton of me. Yeah. I have one of the most common names in the yeah. world. Yeah. Connor. True. Connor's name is all normal. Yeah. Gentlemen, thanks for listening. New podcast every single Wednesday. Be sure to check out 3SB.co for updates on apparel dropping probably within the next two weeks here. Uh, and all gym info, Third Street Barbell on Instagram. I'm Silent Mike, wherever you want to find me. I am at the Jim McD on all the social medias. This show is on Instagram at 50% Facts, where percent is a word, 50 is just numbers, the website's the same. And we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>